the opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Please welcome your CEO coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO coach, Jillian Musi. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Monday. I've got Nina Price with me. Good morning, Nina. Hey, good morning, Jillian. How are you? I'm doing great. Glad to have you on the show again. Um, We've got a couple of things we're going to talk about this morning that I think are of interest to everybody who's starting a business. We were going to talk about the basics of what you do when you open this brand new business of yours and whether or not you've got it all covered. So I know that when you left big business, Nina, you started a consultancy. What were the first things you thought about? And I'll see if it melds with what I thought about first. Well, I guess business structure is one that you always think about first. That's Bank funny. accounts, uh-huh. you know. The things that, uh, you know, the the legal stuff, the, what you're going to call yourself and uh-huh. that kind of stuff. Yeah, the, the what I'm going to call myself, absolutely. I think the first things I actually thought about were uh, things like business cards, letterhead, that sort of thing. It was very old school because I started way back in 1981. But then as I put together other businesses, the first thing I thought about was the legal structure. That's exactly what you said. Um, I thought about whether I was going to become an Inc., an LLC, a sole proprietor, stuff like that. I mean, I can do a sole proprietor Schedule C in my sleep upside down. But, uh, you know, getting into new forms of uh, structure, that was interesting to me. And then, because I'm the overinsured lady, it's a long story, but I am, the next thing I thought about was insurance. So what about you? When did that come onto the table for you? Well, liability is always a big deal. Yeah, it is for me. I, I went and got myself well covered, like straight off the bat. And um, I have to say, that was one of the first things I purchased. And it was one of the things that I kept in place. Now, obviously, when I didn't have two nickels to rub together, um, so I was really bootstrapping my business, I was after the lowest cost price. So I went onto the web to find out where I'd get insurance. How about you? Um, well, I, I actually asked around. I talked to people. You know, mm-hmm. what's the best deal? Who are the people I should even consider? That's interesting. And, uh, yeah. Did you get good recommendations? Actually, I did. Good deal. Um, it, but I bet, I bet yeah. our guest can help us out with some of this today. Absolutely. Um, We do have a guest on the show, and it is my insurance agent, both uh, personal and business, actually. But I did find him on the web. I didn't get it as a reference to anybody else. And here's the deal. I got onto the web um, some Saturday afternoon, Sunday, who knows? We all work 24-7, 365. So there I was looking at insurance issues because the insurance agent I'd used for my last one had, I can't remember, either retired or it was shutting down its business or whatever it was. Bottom line was I needed a new agent. So I got online 
and I looked for somebody. I filled out one of those uh, lead gen forms. And, of course, you know what's going to happen when you fill out lead gen forms. Most of you folks listening today uh, probably create those uh, forms. Anyway, I filled those things out, about four or five of them. So I expected to be inundated. Shockingly, I wasn't. The first person who called me is the gentleman who's on the phone today. And I have to tell you, I was getting emails or calls as late as two months later. Those guys didn't have an idea that the web is all about immediate response. So I did this on a weekend, and by Monday, I had already had insurance in place, which was pretty hot stuff. In the meantime, subsequently, uh, the man I'm going to introduce now is Dennis Clemmer. He is an insurance agent uh, here in Washington State, but can apparently manage accounts all over the country, which is cool. And um, he specializes in things like technology businesses, uh, new business, that kind of thing, which is also really cool because he understood where I was coming from, was tech savvy and is tech savvy. And again, that's really hard to find in an insurance agent. He sent me this bio, but I got to tell you, um, I've, I've got a better bio. Uh, he keeps my rear covered. He's never um, over-recommended something, always understood the full scope of what would be needed. And, you know, when stuff hits the fan, it's really good to have somebody in your back pocket who knows what the hell he's talking about and helps you navigate through this stuff and keeps your butt safe. So without further ado, I'm going to welcome Mr. Dennis Clummer. Oh, good morning, Jillian. It's a pleasure to be on your show. And Nina, it's nice to meet you also. Okay. So, Dennis, I've got a couple of questions for you, and I guess we could tell the, the folks a little about your background. Unusually, you are also a serial entrepreneur because you are also a licensed pharmacist, right? Yes, I am. I started my career out in the healthcare side, and I rapidly moved from healthcare into information technology, business consulting, um, and solving uh, challenges in the diverse world in the healthcare arena. Uh, I did that for a number of years, moving on to a, a company that most of us have heard in the Internet called Oracle. I was, uh, ended up as branch manager for their healthcare division um, before I, I left that fast-paced life and decided to seek a career where I could be home to help my uh, wife raise our young children at that time. So I moved into uh, insurance in the early 2000s and uh, opened up an independent agency, and you know, the rest is all history. So very much like Nina, you had started in the corporate world and you also decided, okay, enough is enough and you came out of the corporate world. See, I was smarter than you guys. I started out and said, no way. And I stayed in uh, entrepreneurship. I, I should find out from our audience how many people started in corporate America and then moved on to entrepreneurship later. That'll be another show for us, Nina. Eh? Okay. Um, so I've got a couple of questions for you that I want to start off with at least, Dennis. Um, sure. Let's start with the basics. When I called you up so many years ago or, or sent that uh, Legion form in and you contacted me, I was just looking for what was known as slip and fall stuff. Can you give yes, me that's, a, that's, yeah, give me a basics on it. Well, slip and fall, also known as commercial general liability or general liability you know, in the industry, the acronyms are GL or CGL. Uh, many times, and I think as we met, Julian, it's driven by your landlord, your lease. Uh, they're the ones that are requiring a policy uh, should someone happen to slip and fall in a space that you're renting. And that's how we originally met. That's right. That's right. It was for, that's right. It was for a new um, 
office we were having and when I went yes. to my old insurance company for some reason they were I can't remember whether they were going out of business the guy was retiring whatever and so it was time for a new quote um, so pretty cool alright um, so slip and fall it starts somewhere around the I don't know $500, $700 something like that for very tiny business um, so you know pretty affordable for an entire year right yes it's, it's very affordable typically a commercial policy, basic slip and fall, starts at around $500 a year. We have many carriers that will allow you to make a monthly payment. So uh, a small down payment, perhaps 20 25%, and then monthly payments thereafter. So your entry is not very high, $100, $125 to be able to get a basic policy started. Okay. That's, that's really, really reasonable. So are there different kinds of slip and fall coverages? Are there any pitfalls I should be watching out for? Well, you know, there like are. Some, I mean, yeah. if, if you uh, take I, a look, a basic general liability policy, it really does one thing for your landlord. It prevents, it provides for slip and fall. But if you have a business that's growing, there's many other pieces. So you have a, you know, the, the least expensive is called uh, a general liability policy. Then you can have general liability and property. But the mo more robust type would be a business owner package which actually gives you additional coverages that would be of interest to the business. Gotcha. What will it cover that the slip and fall won't? Slip and fall takes care of my landlord, but this business owner's package takes care of me. How does it take care of me? Well, let's take for an example, let's say that you're in a, in a commercial building and there is a fire and there's water damage. Your computers, your desks and everything are destroyed or not available for you to work. This coverage right. called business income and extra expense that could be part of a business owner policy that would basically provide a bridge for you while you're basically uh, getting the claim adjudicated, rebuilding your computers or buying new equipment, et cetera, to get your business back up and running. Uh, it's uh, a way to keep a small business going because, let's face it, many of us don't have those kind of deep pockets where something like that would happen. Uh, mm -hmm. It could put us out of business permanently. That kind of opens the next piece. Um, we're we're going to take a quick commercial break here. When we come back, I want to talk about um, the uh, disaster plan that came out of working with you the first time on uh, slip and fall insurance and how we created our disaster plan. So we're going to take a commercial break. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO coach right after this. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. 
Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. Inbox, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And uh, let's see, do we have Dennis and Nina on the phone at the moment? Yes, I'm yep. here. Hi. And hopefully Nina will join us again in just a moment. She was having a bit of echo trouble there. So we hope to see her on the or hear her on the phone again momentarily. Uh, Dennis, we were talking about slip and fall insurance, uh, the basic kind of stuff that uh, folks buy for their landlord, and then a bump-up package, if you will, that would cover you if you had um, issues with business continuance. For example, if you have a flood or a fire in the uh, business, the slip and fall is going to take care of stuff that the landlord's worried about, but the business owner's package would take care of my business interruption, for example. So when you yes, and I talked about that, I'm so sorry, wait, when you and I talked about that, we also talked about creating a disaster plan. Flood and earthquake are something that are not covered we can offer those through separate policies or something called a DIC policy that combines both flood and uh, earthquake into one policy. I mean, one of the things that we talked about was what happens if the entire building was burnt out? Uh, do you have a hot site set up for your data recovery? How will you reassemble your business and get you up and running quickly? While our policy uh, through the carrier would allow us to provide you with business income and extra expense, there still has to be a good, solid plan for you to be able to execute to get that business going because it is finite in terms of how long the insurance will last while you're recovering. And right. typically, you're looking three to six months on a typical. It can extend out as far as 18, depending on the type of uh, business we're talking about and an additional premium to support that. Got it. Makes good sense. So what we did was to determine how we could continue our business with the um, uh, using our homes and using uh, internet access and so on from our residences, and that worked out pretty well. So once we right. did that, we went on to errors and omissions. So that's something yeah. I think that a lot of folks are a little iffy about. They couldn't quite figure out what the differences were between this basic insurance, slip and fall, and the errors and omissions. Maybe you could define that for us. Well, errors and omissions is also called professional liability. I mean, it's really the guts. It's the nuts and bolts, which consultants do, um, SEO does, uh, any programming of that. It is basically your intellectual product or what you're providing to your clients or to the end users. Slip and fall, I mean, we don't see that happening too often. We do see 
uh, errors and omissions. Uh, let me give you a, a quick example. You have a consultant that's working on your firewall, and he or she forgets to reset something, goes away, and your intellectual property all of a sudden uh, is now out on the World Wide Web. Ooh. That would be a gross example of professional liability where there was a human error that had nothing to do with slip and fall. You would look to your uh, contractor's professional liability policy to provide some type of coverage for you. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. That makes good sense. What about if I make an error on a... Um on a project, for example, many of us here are listening in are consultants, and yes. um, so I think errors and omissions also helps me there, right? If I make an error in some kind of a contractual arrangement with a client, it would be it would cover me if I were sued for that. Very much so. We have quite a few consultants that their uh, their product is really providing uh, planning, scheduling, maybe overseeing projects, etc. If they were to make an error in their professional judgment in terms of this project should take three months, in actuality it takes nine, and there's negative consequences, right. that would be something that the professional liability would come into play. Ah, very good. Okay. Good enough. So now, there are lots of other insurances out there. Tell us a little bit about what other insurance products um, you know, people should be looking at as they begin to grow their business. I think the basics are slip and fall and errors and omissions and basically don't get out into the world without it. Certainly not the World Wide Web without it. But what about for those of us who are doing specifically web-based industries or even just growing from a small consultancy of a single person to, you know, even two or three people and then on to a business of somewhere between, I don't know, 15 and 50 people? Well, a couple of things on the more basic side as you get employees would be the, the non-owned and hired auto. You send one of your employees uh, to the bank, pick up postage, whatever. If they have an at-fault accident on company time, many courts have ruled that was employee business, uh, which means the employer then is, is legally liable. Uh, that's one area. Employee benefits liability where we've got this whole – um, discussion going on in terms of employee benefits, health plans, et cetera, discrimination within the workplace, et cetera. Your basic policies, your slip and fall and your emissions don't cover those type of things. So as you start to take on more employees, you know, that would be something that we would want to discuss about. Directors and officers is something important, especially if you uh, start getting investors from outside and they become part of your board, they're going to pretty well insist that you have a directors and officers, uh, so your leadership team making strategic direct, uh, decisions on the future of your company to make sure that the board has adequate protection on a decision that they make that might come back and they're sued about it or become legally liable for. Key person life insurance is another area where, let's say you have one brain trust there and he or she suffers an aneurysm, and all of a sudden you have to go and bring in someone from the outside, pay ridiculously sum of money to keep your company moving forward until you can do a worldwide search to find suitable brain trust to replace that individual. Key person life insurance might be a way that could help the company ease that transition by still providing working capital to make that happen. Um, 401k bonds, ERISA, et cetera, for Retirement planning, if you're doing a self-directed or managing internally, those are things that might be required. 
in-house legal counsel, you know, is another area having uh, coverage for your in-house legal attorney. Those are all different things. And Jillian, like with SEO Moz, we put together a plan as SEO Moz grew over time. So many of these things that we have discussed here, as SEO Moz evolved, we started putting these different pieces in place. And now I can say we have a full, robust solution that encompasses many of these different pieces. I think, Dennis, we should probably have you come back. I think I'd like to talk about a couple of things and then um, have you come back and talk about specifics, as well as having people perhaps reach you offline if they've got questions right away. But, Dennis, tell me, with the directors and officers, um, do you need that if you have a board of director seat and if you have a board of advisor seat or just one or the other? Uh, okay. Well, let's see if we can get Dennis back. We're going to take a commercial break. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO coach right after this. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics. So you know they're SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. Life tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hi, this is Jillian. Welcome back. Dennis, before we got dropped off there for the last commercial break, I was talking to you about directors and officers insurance for board of advisors positions and board of directors positions. So do I need to have directors and officers for folks who are on my board of advisors? Um, I would say it's probably a good idea that you do. I mean, we run into the issue, especially with smaller companies, we can be insurance rich and capital poor. So you have to balance the risk versus the benefit. As you start getting angel investors and regular investors, uh, just like with the landlord requiring having a slip and fall policy, many angels and, and many other types of investors will require a DNO policy. So uh, it's a good idea, especially as things are evolving, because decisions made may have major impact, and there could be repercussions. Okay. So that's true for C-Corps, LLCs, and S-Corps? Yes. 
Okay. Okay. What, what about things like travel and life insurance and in-house internees, that kind of stuff? Well, travel insurance, when we start doing international for our clients that are international, I mean, one of the things that we brought up was what happens if you have a, a medical emergency and you need to repatriate one of your employees? Or what about kidnap and terrorism? So if you are a potential target, visible, or you're recruiting people with international that, there are policies out there that can provide uh, those type of coverages for your employees. It can also provide for your key people and their spouses as they travel for business related. So it's, it's, an, it's an excellent way to use a recruiting tool. It's an excellent way to other benefit, it, it can provide international slip and fall. So when we talked about your landlord policy, that's usually just U.S.-based. Now we can talk about a policy that would provide coverage outside the U.S. should an incident arise. That makes good sense. I use that travel insurance at SEO Moz because we do travel extensively outside the country as well as in. And uh, I feel a whole lot more confident sending my staff out in the road knowing that they can be, uh, you know, they've got somebody behind them in case of medical or uh, other health issues, whatever it is. So, Nina, I wanted to ask you, though. You work in a field that is kind of supporting health issues as well as business issues and so on. What are some of your suggestions, folks, not insurance-related, but really health maintenance-related? How do people address those issues before they get sick, if you will? Well, I'm curious, Dennis. When, as a small business, do we get big enough that we really should be offering health insurance to employees? Well, it's a challenging question. If you're trying to recruit a uh, good talent, I mean, one of the things, like, we, when we were a smaller company, made the decision, well, we couldn't pay the top dollar in terms of salary. What well, we put together a robust benefit package that equaled or exceeded companies that were larger than us. So we took a look at what type of employee that we wanted to recruit and then retain, uh, and then we put together a package to do that. I mean, at this point in time, we have um, packages that can go down as little as three people in terms of a major medical and it can run the gamut in terms of um, if you want a catastrophic or if you wanted to cover you know routine maintenance and routine physicals types of coverages and it really depends on the age group that we're working with uh, if we're there 20 or 30 something that is going to have a lower cost and lower health care needs or if we're talking about the, you know, the middle-aged or even the older in the 50s and early 60s are going to have uh, different types of health care needs, and their costs could be higher. So we, it's really yeah. we need to sit down with the individual company and help them put together options, and then they can make the decisions on how they want to proceed. Well, I'm curious, Dennis. Um, what's the differential between hiring people who are in their 20s and 30s and maybe more like 40 or 50 in terms of uh, premiums and coverage? For health plans, if we're talking about someone in the 20s, it could be as little as $200, $250 per employee for someone in their 20s to five to $750 for somebody in their late 40s to 50s with some healthcare experience. So, I mean, it, okay. it can diverge quite a bit. Okay. So, um, Dennis, I think we're going to ask you to come back and talk okay. to us about a number of issues. Um, but in the meantime, how could people... Uh, reach you 
when they've got questions now before you come back on our show? Well, the easiest way is our website is www.dkagency.net. Our email address is info at dkagency.net. Or they can look me up on Skype and send me a, a message. It's Dennis, D-E-N-N-I-S. Last name is Clemmer, K-L-E-M-M-E-R. Got it. Thanks so much. And I appreciate okay, thank you so your, much. Uh, I appreciate all your patience today, all the listeners. Uh, we had a little bit of trouble with the uh, logistics here, but we hope that next time all the calls will come through right and clean. So hopefully we've got... Uh, We've got Dennis Clemmer coming back. Uh, let's try for next month. And next week, you will have CEO Coach coming to you from London and from Palo Alto. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Have a great Bye. week. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.